This is Randy Lawson, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin, it's the dawn of the Three Count Podcast. My name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. Let's go down the roster. Introducing first, he is my tag team partner. He's the man that runs this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. He is the landlord of the dog pound. He is the red dog, Cliff Miller. It is the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one they call Red Dog, and your favorite mercenary. What up, what up? All righty, what's going on, Cliff? Introducing next, uh, he is the 47-time world heavyweight national European Negro spiritual kill the racist because they smell like pigs. Wow. Wow, you need royal swollenness, Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. Introducing next, he is the franchise of the Three Count Podcast. He is the host of the now least performing show on the Three Count Podcast, returning to the ring, Lou, the franchise. It is the fro growing, wrestling known, soon to be data. Forward, and Lord knows after this, we don't need any more catchphrase. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. And last, but certainly not the least, from the pit of hell in its own little corner, he is the supervillain, the Dark Lord. He witnessed the first ever live professional wrestling match. Damien Fatal. I want my money. Master Xehanort himself. Anyway, welcome to the debate show. What's going on, guys? Not a thing. You're not going to my intro. You're not going to introduce JJ? Who? Um. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow, it's like that. here for a second too. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. Oh, come back, Josh. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come on. Is he gonna come back? No, probably not. You heard his feelings. Oh, there he is. All righty. Here we go. And last but certainly not the least, he is my little brother. That's the only reason he's on this show. He doesn't watch any wrestling. Um, You know what? He he likes video games. He's a football guy. We got to have a football guy. Give us some legitimacy. Give us some legitimacy. Really? Ladies and gentlemen, JJ. That was it? That's it. That's all he gets. Wow. Wow, what did he, what did he, did he piss in your cheerio? You right, did you guys have beef before we hopped on the air today? Yeah. No, did we actually hop- played, a, actually, funny thing is, no, we played Avengers all day yesterday. We did the little DLC, well, not the DLC, the new part with uh, Kate Bishop. Did your mom just come out and say that he's her favorite and you're mad at him? Well, no, I, we already knew that. 
No, this is this is this is fact. Anyway, stop being interrupted. Let let Josh get his stick off. Dang, like you know, you guys were always like shitting on me from my new season two intro, and I. And I and I was coming with a banger, and this motherfucker right here, Black History Month, wants to tear down another black person. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Anyway, now I feel like it's all ruined. You just ruined it all. But Thank anyway, you. I'm, I'm gonna okay, try to salvage. I'm trying to salvage this. All right, we'll okay. Try we'll try again. Right, let's move on. <sighs> Beat drop, right now. I like to think sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. <laughs> like to keep the sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Study every day. All right, he's done. <laughs> he's so done. We're going to move on. He just tried to rap. Oh, my gosh. I've seen it all. Boy, oh, that shit is garbage. <laughs> Throw that shit away. That, that was worse than Chris' first line. Throw all that shit. You ain't not talking to me about my first round. I know you not. I know you not. Oh. You know how I know you not talking about my first rap line? Because we've heard you. We've heard we've all heard you. Your shit is straight trash. Your first line was off beat as fuck, bro. You like that white guy trying to clap at the wrong time. You like <laughs> fuck off. Dude, you just ate me like a potato chip. Um, bro, I'm a, I'm a murder everything about your face. <laughs> I said, you know what? I said I would fuck your face up, but you did that shit when you shaved that fucking nest off your fucking grill. <laughs> yeah, so because the thing shakes like anyway. You look All like right. a damn. You look like a damn ping pong ball with like a fucking fake ass hair on top. Yeah. You look like one of them. Uh, what you call it? One of them little. Shut kids. up, Chaz. Anyway, all right. <laughs> let's, get, let's, let's get to the let's, let's get down to business. Let's let, let's get the announcements. We got ourselves a, a big show because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that the eulogy of the AEW women's division will happen once I get through these announcements. Oh, Time to kill this, kill this division. So, uh, April 3rd, guys. Um, that's the tentative date. Um, as of right now, that's the date, but if it changes, we'll let you know. April 3rd, uh, we're doing our greatest uh tag team of all time tournament. We have a bunch of other people. Different podcasts, uh, different wrestling personalities, and uh, we're gonna debate and see who is the greatest tag team of all time. Uh, if you have not checked out our greatest wrestler of all time uh, episode, you need to go back and listen to that. Like, go back, pause this episode. Actually, pause this episode. Go back to our episode list. Go listen to that. You'll be surprised who actually won. Um, also, go buy yourself a three count podcast T-shirt. Cliff got his on. Go buy it. Go buy that shirt. Also, then go buy your just side note, man. You tell everybody to pause this episode and then go back and listen to our greatest wrestling. Like we live. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> what is this raw? Like we just we just on yeah, a seven second wrong. delay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, actually, we are on an actual delay. <laughs> that is the thing. We actually are on the actual stream. We are. It's it's a, it's a legit thing. Someone it's like a seven-second delay, seven to ten-second delay. JJ, your corny ass. Anyway, just bringing the the analytic department. 
you need to analyze those that rap you were trying to do earlier. That's what you need to do. It was supposed to be a parody. I wasn't trying to be serious. You 100% look serious with stupid sunglasses on. <laughs> look, if you guys haven't realized, my persona is that, I that like, you're not supposed to take me serious. If you do, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, no one takes you, the only time we ever <laughs> take you serious... Is when you decide to take off your sunglasses so they're uh, knock off Stevie Wonder Light. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I just, Josh, I'm going to let you know you have ruined those sunglasses. <laughs> like, I, I, I like those pair of sunglasses. Those were my sunglasses that you have taken from me and now have just completely demoralized them. That I could never, ever take those back. So they're yours. You can keep them. Wow. Well, guess what? Yeah. I like my clothes back too. No, oh. I'm keeping your clothes, bro. <laughs> I gotta oh. stay. I gotta stay. I gotta stay hip. I gotta stay cool. Anyway, wow. so um, yeah, go buy a shirt. Like I was saying, go buy a pro wrestling uh, Go to our store, buy a three count podcast t shirt. The more shirts you buy, the more uh, cool designs that we can give out to you. So go definitely buy you a shirt. Go buy your mama a shirt. Your daddy, Uncle Joe, and Grandma Sue a shirt. Yo, fuck Uncle Joe. Podcasts. All right. Also, Cliff, uh, tell us what's uh, coming up on now entering the ring. Yeah, so we have a lot of great episodes that are going to be coming out. Um, starting off with Tuesday, uh, Craven Knight. If you guys know who he is, he actually makes a lot of the tights. He's actually made my tights. He's actually making, uh, he made Chaz's tights. He's actually made Prince's tights. Uh, so Break Knight Creative is going to be on board. We're going to be talking a lot about not just like the wrestling aspect, but also about being a wrestling designer and the things that like, come with it. And uh, yeah, so you guys would be, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, Jocelyn Navarro will also be on this week. It's going to be super exciting with her, uh, former track star. And then she turned pro wrestler. She's actually a big thing. She's blowing up all over the place. And then the last episode for the month is going to be Haley Shadows. Uh, had a great time with her too. Uh, she had, she's been on Impact. You guys have seen her on WWE. You guys uh, maybe seeing her some other places here soon. We'll be seeing, but uh big uh just really kind of gnarly interview we had a lot of fun and she is uh she's quite the jokester man so yep that's what you guys can expect this week lou what's going on well this last wednesday uh great news um i wasn't able to be on returning to ring thank you cliff and i don't remember who was also on there with you i was yeah that's right damien sorry thank you i do appreciate I have been in Prince, the, the, the guy that holds up pure ignorance. Um, so thank you guys for stepping in for me. I, Wednesday was really busy for me because we finalized the adoption of my kids and we had all that. So that's all done, thankfully. So, um, so I am back this week. Oh my God, here we go, Chaz. Come on, get your, get your Dollar Tree toy out and let me figure it. I already heard. You already, you already did it. I didn't hear it. Thank God. Fucking thank God. Um, this week we got Tyler Moore on this Wednesday, so that's gonna be pretty exciting. Yep. Yeah, um. Yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Fuck him. Always. Always. Car subject to change. Let's just put that out there, <laughs> just in oh, case. Yeah. It would be him. You know, it would be him because you know black privilege and all that. They're a terrible team, and at SCWA. Uh, I'm going to whip their ass. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, all righty, cool. Also, we have a website if you didn't know. So uh, go check out the website, threecountpodcast.com. All things three count, you'll find it there. It gets updated every week. So uh, it'll stay up to date with all of our uh, shows. 
and recent videos. So go check out our website, threecountpodcast.com. All of our live viewers on YouTube, even in our podcast, listen to subscribe, share, like, give us a follow on our Instagram account. Give us a follow on our Twitter, TikTok. We're everywhere. Do it. You know, got to get like YouTubers. Subscribe, comment, share, like, all that. I got to get like a cool jingle. But yeah, definitely do that. So let's get our... Reading some of these comments are great, man. Justin out here looking like a black Hulk Hogan. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, like, I didn't even dress up today. <laughs> Usually I do. I would have had the red hoodie, the yellow bandana. Uh, also, Lou, just for you, Amanda said I was there too. And then what up, Slack Daddy? It's good to see that you uh, popped in with us, though. Thanks for joining us. where? Oh. I got you, Amanda. Thank you for commenting on that show. I appreciate you. You ready for this eulogy? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I, like, I'm going to let you say your thing, man, but you know, obviously, I'm going to defend the women's division the best. I know. That's, that, that's fine. That's fine. I just... I want to make sure that we all understand. It's okay, Cliff. There are still people You're that so, think Elvis is Are you mad that Rhea won? Rhea, Listen, your girl, Rhea. I'm going to get, just let me. I, I, I want to hear first. Yeah, I want to so, hear first. This past Wednesday night was a tragedy. It was an absolute sports entertainment world tragedy that occurred on the channel that is TNT. Okay, this tragedy is worse than Michael Watson. Okay, yeah, huh? You old heads, you know who Michael Watson is, yeah? It's worse than that. Okay, what happened on Dynamite is worse than the OJ trial. Okay, have you seen OJ versus the People? I love that show. Yes, I watched it live. Dude, that shit live was great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! They they interrupted my fucking program. Football for weeks, weeks. I tell you, it was worse than that. Okay, this was worse than Deflate Gate. <laughs> this is worse than season three of Empire. Oh wow! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What I saw on Wednesday night was an absolute tragedy. Like I'd rather get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> I really would have. Like, Rio is back, ladies and gentlemen. Rio is yes! back. Yes! Boo. Woo! A title eliminator tournament. I had hope for it. I had hope. Maybe that they would have come to their senses and finally just give the push that is deserved to Britt Baker or somebody that can actually look like a wrestler and then it not look like Joe Jackson beating up Janet Jackson, the Asian version. Like, let's, it, no, let's not. Like, I wish Barry would go fuck up this timeline and that AEW never signed Rio. Like, this, it's time to end it. It's over with. It's a joke. Like, it's, it's, it's a joke. How, Rio versus Serena Deeb, the NWA Women's Champion. Actually put on a decent match just to fuck it all up at the finish. I'll fucking roll up. How dare you disrespect the NWA Champion? Fuck this show. Like, 
That's how I feel about the show. <laughs> That's legitimately, legitimately how I feel about the AEW's women's division. Rio was back, and it just reminded me everything that she'd done from the start. There's my piece. It's dead to me. Rest in peace. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's a joke. Planned Parenthood. What did you expect? I, I always say, when you say that, I always say there are things on the show that I like. There are things in the show that I don't like. And there are things that I absolutely can't stand. And this is one of them. There's now the file 13. That is the eulogy of the AEW Women's Division. Do you, do you feel better? A little bit. Not, I mean, this, this, this has been building up since Wednesday. Where's your squishy ball at? What, where's where's, hey, where's the is, is the white guy sitting on the couch? Your counselor is he sitting on the couch? No, my counselor is my wife. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. <laughs> I feel bad for her too. <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> I enjoyed that match, and I enjoyed the ending, and I'm happy with it. Uh, that, yeah, I cannot wait for Rio to win that tournament just to hear you bitch every week about it. I swear to God, I stopped watching it. <laughs> Well, you know, she, you know she's winning, right? I hope not. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I will have a gasket. Like this, this will oh, be she's totally gonna win that. They didn't bring her all the way from Japan, not for her not to win. To do what? To go back with it in Japan and not anyway. Well, okay, wait, 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 no, she's, wait, wait, wait. she's gonna win the title and go back to Japan and not wrestle. No, no, no. She finished up her stuff with stardom, and now she's back in the U.S. She's living in the U.S. That's why she was gone for a year. So stop stop with the whole, like, oh, my gosh, she's never going to defend the title here again. She's not She's not winning a tournament. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right off the jump. She's not winning a tournament. The experiment is over with. She doesn't need any – she doesn't need to be in the ring. Like – Can she go back to stardom? This, this is, when she this was is why there. you don't make decisions on I didn't like her, period. I didn't even know who the heck she was. I didn't watch I, Stardom. I like her over at Stardom, too. I don't watch Stardom. And I don't either. Maybe you should. Yeah, maybe, have I. maybe you should actually watch re- good wrestling and not, you know, indie bullshit. How's that? What do you mean? So you don't have to watch your matches? Like, is that what you're oh, saying? My match is not indie bullshit. <laughs> 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 Let's keep it a buck fifty. Because <laughs> that's all you need. Hey, 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 Andy, bullshit. You must got me confused with somebody named Chris Slade. <laughs> oh. Uh, you have to. Re- oh, sorry. Let me say redact. Oh, come on. That, that's disrespectful. Don't disrespect bullshit like that. <laughs> anyway. You know you can disrespect who was already disrespected. Ooh. Hello, Josh. You better come in day. That's the best bar you threw all day. <laughs> Look at you. Two points for Josh. But no. Um I forgot what I was talking about. What were we talking about? We were talking about, about how you don't like it. Oh yeah, I don't like the way the women's division is trash. Absolute garbage. It just needs they just need to not have a women's division. Like you don't need you don't have to have a women's division. I would rather watch them all cook and clean than to watch them wrestle. I, I, I want to go through. Oh, your I, picture. I wouldn't have said that. I want to go through your pics on your phone. I bet you have like six pictures of Rio. Of Rio. Because listen, anything Rio related never is on my phone. First of all, bullshit. I would never. I promise you, not. I would never search up Rio. I would. Why would I? I, I don't care for her. 
Like I wouldn't search up Tamina. He's a clo- you're a closet Riho and Tamina fan. It's okay. You fucking are. Yeah, but, okay, okay. So if, quit, if those two them. ever had a match, I would quit. Ooh. Let I me would, ask a question really quick before we start like really diving down like this rabbit hole and never come back and get canceled for the fourth time. Um is all the first round matches over for the title contender? Or is it that Anna Jay and Britt Baker are still going like this upcoming uh Wednesday? I think there's like more. Because I think Anna Jay and Britt Baker are going this Wednesday, and then you have Tay Conti versus um Alabama this Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I expect Nala Rose to win. Because let's be real, like she's not getting by. But I'm kind of excited for Britt Baker and Anna Jay, especially to see how far Anna Jay has come. I actually would like to see that, actually. Okay, so not saying that's going to save the women's division, Chaz. Just oh, saying, there's some good wrestlers on there who I still feel. Britt Baker doesn't wrestlers. take the title and do something like doesn't take the title within this year. I told y'all it's a flop. It's a flop. It's just sorry, a flop. It's just it's just fun how to, it's just like I can't wait. And then if she wins, and all of a sudden she'll be like, AEW is on the right path. It's a great division. Ah, <laughs> uh, listen, that'll be the day. That'll be the day. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, remember, because I said a lot here. I said a lot. I said in my two week notice to you, Cliff. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that last year, right? I said, let's give AEW another year to kind of ramp its stuff up because we knew the first year it was kind of like, Hey, we're here. And then the next year we were kind of like, all right, we're going to watch the struggles because everybody saw the new shiny toy. And we knew that this was going to be the struggles. Right. And AEW's women division has always been a struggle. We've always said that, but I did say that this year should be the year where we start started seeing things kind of turn around. And to be fair, as hardcore wrestling fans as we are, and I say us, right, because we know who came in from new Japan. We know who came in from impact. We know this guy, we know that person we start seeing all these names, we're getting what we want. Just we want more from the women's division. And I feel you on that. I'm not knocking you on that. It's just that to write off the women's division because Riho is back, it's kind of a silly reason to be like, fuck the women's division. No, because they shouldn't have her on this. She shouldn't be signed. Make, hey, make, sure, make sure you close the door to the closet when you come out and tell us that you really are a Riho fan. Gotcha. I'll make sure when I'll she turns heel, I fully expect you to be like, let's go! <laughs> Ah, that, that'll be real, day. real, Riho. Because I feel like Rio's I heard, the, Rio's same, Rio's I heard the same thing before, right? I heard the same thing like a year and a half ago about Roman Reigns and how like, oh, Roman is like an okay wrestler, but his character is really not getting over with me. And then he turned heel, and Chaz was like, "Let's go, let's go, <laughs> Roman, Roman, Roman." Oh, I'm just gonna put it out there. When she turns heel, and you're gonna be like. Oh, I'm in with this now. <laughs> Let's go, Rio. <laughs> I didn't hate Roman though. I, I I didn't hate Roman from you the, had like this strong despise of Roman Reigns. <laughs> I yeah, because he was being shoved, but I never like hated. Like we're forgetting, I didn't wash my hand after touching Roman Reigns in Baltimore <laughs> when he came down with the shield. <laughs> I believe it. I did not like yeah, ask Josh. <laughs> I was actually on TV. Josh was there. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet you snuggled with it. Listen, okay, Chaz I was in the back here. Like, Mom, hey, don't get it twisted, man. Chaz was like this. <laughs> I'm just saying, but <laughs> um, <laughs> think about someone said that nowadays during COVID. Yeah, I went to a wrestling and didn't wash my hand because I touched my favorite wrestler. Get away from me. 
Come <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, that's the end of the women's division. Let's get down. Let's move to the Wednesday night war rundown, guys. Let's get started. <laughs> All righty, here we go. Friday, here, Rio. Anyway. So, AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite went head-to-head with WWE NXT this Wednesday night. And I got the numbers. So, let's put the chat on the TNT. AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite had 747,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 741,000 viewers. The 18-49 demographic was a .31, which is up from their last week number, which was a .29. Then we flipped the channel to USA Network, home of Ms. and Mrs. You can catch that on whatever night it comes on if you watch that show. Really? Really? You're <laughs> playing another show? <laughs> I heard it was good. I watched the first season. It's a pretty good show. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, uh, USA Network. That treadmill. NXT brought in. 713,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 558,000 viewers. The 18.9 demographic was a 0.16, which is up from their 0.12 from last week. Huge bump uh, in viewers for NXT. Um, You know, this is why they have to take over as well. Um, Huge, you know, takeover. So uh, what do you guys think? What... Who had the best show this week? Let's go with uh, you, Cliff. Uh, NXT. NXT. Uh, I got, yeah, NXT as well. Um, Justin, what you got? Uh, NXT. NXT, Damien, what do you got? NXT. JJ, what do you got? What does the wrestling book say? Um, uh... NXT. And Anthony. He's going to be the only fucker. Go ahead. Do it. Ruin it. Ruin it, Anthony. Here it comes. Here's the, comes the ruin right now. Uh, first off, the first thing I want to say is WWE, the only thing they could go is up last week from the week before. Um, but they, NXT had a better show. We can agree. I'm, I'm ignoring it. No, no mouth drop? I'm surprised. 2021 is a very, very weird year. It is. We yeah. all just agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's not looking good. She's not looking good at all. I think I'm here's, here's, here's the thing. I say NXT had a better show because I, I read the results, but AEW was shit. <laughs> Except for Rio. She won. That was happy. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I have the scores, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we just had uh, takeover this past weekend. I got the scores for if I had the uh, the pencil. Um, later, when we're not doing, uh, if I had the pencil this week for uh, elimination tonight, JJ and I are still tied. Or not JJ, Chris and I are still tied. So we're not doing that this week. We didn't get a card till like you know Friday night on SmackDown. And then they were still, you know, announcing matches. And then we just heard uh, breaking news that just happened today. Keith Lee was pulled from Elimination Chamber. So, yeah. 
we ain't gonna do that, you know, to the betterment of everyone's score, trying to keep a more uh, structured uh, competition so Lou doesn't get mad at the end of the year when he loses again. Uh, My fault, yeah, Baltimore Community College, whatever, education, can't add, can't use the later right. I went to a performing arts school, thank you very oh, much. Oh, even better. That, 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 that <laughs> makes me a great... <laughs> We don't need to do math. I, I was I went to school for acting. All we had no, no, to do was uh, read, and I can barely do that. Anyway, so here's the school. I was like, you read those results, right? <laughs> yeah. Here are all the scores. So uh, let's start this off. Me, I came in with a uh, whopping twenty percent. Yeah, new JJ. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Uh, Cliff, sixty percent. Let's go. <laughs> Justin, sixty percent. Hey, we got sixty-two. Thanks for your pick, Justin. <laughs> no problem. That means Damien was sixty percent too. Oh yeah. Lou, sixty percent. <laughs> Damien, 60%. Old <laughs> <laughs> Town Jeremy Grimes, 60%. Oh, he- <laughs> A lot of 60s there. Prince Machiavelli, 60%. Wow. <laughs> Angel, 80%. Oh, oh. oh okay. JJ, 80%. Perfect balance is all things should be. You know what's funny is that he started off strong last year and then failed. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I actually started off okay, all things considered. It was just that AEW doesn't know how to book anything right. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently, NXT doesn't either, but Chaz is 20%. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna. I, I so I hadn't made my picks until the sh- like right before the show started, because I just did not know. So I was when I was, when I you know wrote everyone's picks down in the book. I was like, all right, let me make my pick. So the pre-show was on, and I just I literally changed my mind on the uh, what you call it the uh, all the matches. No, just no the tag team matches. So the other uh, uh... I changed my mind because I was like, oh. I forgot the Grizzly Young Vets were in it last year and they were in the finals. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, they're going to definitely win. Because they, I'm like, they're not going to put it out. They're not going to do them that dirty. I'm like, MSK, this, like I said, it's, it's still brands making new. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. give it, I, makes sense. So I'm like, well, then the face team has to win. So I, I switched up. I had Dakota winning and I had MSK winning. And then when I realized also that, what you call it, that uh, they were facing the tag team champions, I was like, the women's tag, I'm like, oh, well, it's a face team because it's Nia and Shayna. And then I was like, my excuse was, was oh, well, yeah, no, uh, Sasha and what you call are going to take the belts, which is about to happen tonight. Um, <laughs> so they're going to do, I, I, Cliff, I was on the phone with you and I told you what happened. But anyway, <laughs> Sasha and Bianca about to take the belts. But anyway, that thing hit it up. I switched up and I still got the women's match wrong because I had picked a uh, freaking uh, Mercedes. So I was already doomed. I picked Kushida. He lost. So. Did you get anything right? Yeah, Finn. <laughs> yeah. 
the most predictable one. Nice. But um, yeah. So that's the if I had the pencil, those are scores. Josh, right now, technically, if I were to do uh, tally up the final score, Josh would win. So yeah, eighty three percent at the Rumble, and now eighty percent. You can't how... do you can't do that. You can't do that at all, JJ, because I just watched you have to move it left right just to figure out the balance for it. So that shit right off your fucking finger. No, what happened was my finger was was like twitching. Having a twitchy moment, okay? Don't check this man for Parkinson's. Anyway, we do have some stuff that was being said by our, our fans, so I do want to read some of their comments. Uh, Chaz, it was been said that um, if you get rid of the women's divisions, I wonder how long AEW would last. Oh. <laughs> I'll be fair. I'm going to say just fairly. If you got rid of the women's division, it would still be around. Like, yeah, yeah they're not gonna go anywhere. I mean, they're barely on there. Tony Khan has too much money. I say the yeah, the women's division. Well, like we say, it's not a priority for them. It's hardly ever on the show, so they'd be just fine without it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't do any better or any worse. They'd still be like on low course. key. Like, and this is gonna sound really shitty of me to say, but if the women's if women cared about the women's division, AEW heels would be a huge success. Like, just gonna show. That, no, that, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it is. It is what it is at that point. Um, the women would tear down, tear wrestling apart uh, for not being fair. Well, to be fair, I mean, I think that the women's division itself is. I think it's got it's got a shaky balance, shaky foundation right now. But if you put Brit as your your piece and you start building around Brit. The foundation's going to set, and the wrestling is going to turn out to be a lot better. And we've said that numerous times from the time that they signed yeah. Britt Baker on. So, yeah, it's yeah. not like they don't have the talent. That's the thing. Yeah, we know that. We know yeah. how good the women can be. Because exactly, it's just you, that they they've put minimal effort into the division. Like if you look at how the division has been booked from start to now, compared to every other division, everything else they've done, and the attention that everything else gets, yeah, it's, it's impossible to say that the women haven't gotten the short end of the stick. Right. And based on comparing that to everything else, you see, I wouldn't believe if they said, oh, yeah, we care about it. No, you don't. Because we nah. have a track record to show you don't care. About the VPs. Keep saying this. Yeah. Planned like, Parenthood women's division is like the Nitro Girls. Uh, I wouldn't say nearly that that bad, but definitely it's it's right around that same part. And the problem too is that you have you have Britt, you have Nyla, you have Serena Deeb now. Like she would have been a great addition piece if you had already just used Britt, Sheeta, and Nyla Rose. Like you know that's your base right there. Then you bring in Serena, and then people like Anna Jay look really big. Tay Conti looks really big, and then you get um you know you you can bring in other talent. Shauna looks really good like you have all these pieces that are there you just don't know how to arrange them so that they fit perfectly you're just like we'll just give it to that person now and then never put them on the show because no one knows who your aew women's champion is unless they watch dark and we've already established people don't watch dark because you don't give us matchups that intrigue us because everybody you bring on is gonna get beat so like i will be real right i'm super excited because we see uh, JDD is going to be on the show this next week, and he's going to be going in Eddie Kingston. 
as much as I want to support, guess what? I know Eddie Kingston's winning that match. It will be competitive, but Eddie's winning that match. Just like, you know, friend of our show, Mike Verna, we watched, we watched a few of his matches, but we already knew the results. If you gave me something to make me watch the show, like you did when you did the triangle, the triple threat tag team match, right? We had Santana Ortiz, you had uh, Private Party, and you had the Inner Circle. We're all in this triple threat match. I watched it because I was like, I really don't know who's going to win. Oh, yeah. I will watch this show. And the problem is with the women's division is if you feature it on YouTube and then you try to tell us to care about it on your main show, but you don't show us any matches on the main show, why do we want to watch it on YouTube? Yeah. They need to get something but what, what Heyman did with SmackDown, like a like six six peep six uh girls that he can just go and interchange, like SmackDown six. That's when you know when everyone talked about that SmackDown run when SmackDown was a show, Paul Heyman had the SmackDown six. They needed to find six and just focus around, you know, those six and they can interchange them. You know, to get it to get That's something. The thing. You gotta focus you gotta you gotta focus on. Right. You yeah. Have to yeah. Make us care. Can't just put six on there and just say, "Yeah, go do whatever." You gotta make this care. It's just, make and it's just weird. Characters, like they don't even need much. They just need one good story. Just one, one good story. That's it. Give me the heel. Give me the baby face, and just give me a good story. That's all they need. It's crazy though because like you have six women who legitimately. Because the crazy thing was, I didn't even mention Thunder Rosa. Like we have the women are there. Just like you said, give them a story. Give them something that they could be. Because that match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, we have openly said, dude, that shit was fire. Serena mm-hmm. Deeb and Thunder Rosa, that shit was great. We have mm-hmm. the women who won the, the Deadly Duel. Uh, where have they been? Where's Ivelisse and where is Diamante? They're on YouTube, which we don't want to watch. Oh, they're still around? That's what I'm that's see what I mean? Like we have all these talented yeah, women. Yeah, I saw watch dark. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, like that's insane. That's insane. You have all this talent in the women's division and you will not give them time. Just look, if we have to, we will get it, we will get the hashtag started. AEW give women time, and we will see that the results will come. Like you cannot do what WWE was doing two, three, four years ago to the women's division and not expect us to react. It's been longer than that. It's like six years now. But we will react because we cannot take the fact that you're going to disrespect the women's division as badly as it is. And I know we, we should move past this subject, but I can't. I'm so passionate about the women's division in AEW because there's all this solid work there. These workers, these women who are going to put down for you 15, 20 minutes Every single night you give them a chance, but you will not give them a fucking chance. And it pisses me off because I'm looking back at the women's division. I'm like, yo, where's Britt Baker? And why is she only getting like seven minutes? Where is, where's Thunder Rosa? Why did you only give her a 30 second match? And then you moved on and we did get nothing after this. This not, it's not cool. And it's not fair to them. Raw experienced that WWE experienced that huge backlash. And you mean to tell me that AEW Filled with geniuses. And I'm just not going to take that away from them. Filled with all these incredible talent. You mean to tell me that we can't write a decent fucking story for the women to get something? Where the fuck is Brandy at? She was the person that's like, hey, I want to be the person that's going to be the outspoken one. And I'm going to charge fans $39.99 to join Heels. And that's going to be a huge success. 
and it's not. Why isn't Brandy out here writing or helping with the storylines? Where's Serena Deeb? Is she in the back building up? Because I know she's turning all these women who look like average Joes into incredible fucking wrestlers. Is she coaching back there? Are they at the Nightmare Factory? I don't know these answers, but I just want to see the results. I look at Anna Jay for a year ago. She was like, she didn't even know what she was doing in a ring. And she tore it up in a huge year. In one year, she has been a dynamite. And I'm so grateful to see the, the success that she's had at the Nightmare Factory. But then I look back and I'm looking at Danny Jordan. Where is she at? Because she's been on Dark and she tore it up and she comes back every one now and then and she looks incredible. And why isn't she also on the main roster and you guys aren't utilizing her? It just it, it baffles my mind because <clears throat> I know where the women's division wants to go. But it's like, why are you taking so long to get there and stop wasting our fucking time? Give the, hard part women, give the women 35 minutes. Give them a couple matches here and there. I promise you they will turn around and the women's division will tear down the roof. And then the dailies place will become the women's division because that's where everybody's going to see them explode. Why do I need to see, like, no disrespect, right? Why do I see, need to see the same Sting promo for the last six weeks? back, And all he does is to come out and he says – Hey, got an interruption. Taz comes on. I don't care, okay? I like the Darby match that we got with Janela the week before, and I rated that really high on my list. But you cannot tell me for a minute that I'm going to sit back and watch Sting, who's supposed to be the special attraction, and even though he took a powerbomb, sweet, by the way, we won't talk about that part, and I get, I get maybe Sting was okay with the fact that he's taking a powerbomb. We won't talk about the fact that that was the move that fucking almost ended his career. But here's the problem I have. The women's division can carry the AEW banner if you let them. But, Tony, you have got to let them. I get that you are an analytic dude, but sometimes the analytics will not be right. So just give them a shot and let the men take a break. Sting doesn't need to be out there every week. There's no reason. Sting's going to call out the AEW Ross, the Taz's team. What? For what? The last six weeks, we saw the same thing. And I know I'm ranting about this, and I'm sorry, but I cannot sit back and watch the women's division be torn apart. And this has to be the year that the women's division takes front and center. This has to be the year. Because if it doesn't happen, it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I agree with you, Cliff, on that. I 100% do. I'm going to caveat this thing. They just need, First off, they need to get rid of Dark. Completely get rid of Dark. And add a second show that's going to be that two hours time frame to and it has to be a live show not this pre-recorded fucking bullshit i understand that they they need the dark matches i understand that they that they want to build their main roster with win it's cool but having a a second show would benefit them because then they could split the time with the women on both shows i 100 agree with you this is the fucking year that the women have to show out. You have to let Brett Baker do her thing. You have to let Sheeta do her thing and Nyla Rose. And But they can't do it on a one show that it lasts two hours, especially on a Wednesday night Bullshit. where they're, where they're, where they're, uh, where they're battling with NXT, take off dynamite or take off dark and put a fucking second show on that's live on TV, on mainstream fucking television, and spotlight them. 
Well, the thing is, is, and here's a part, I want Dark to stay. I really do. And I, and I, I don't watch Dark because I know the match's results, right? Before you ever announce the t- talent, I know the results. But Dynamite has this show, and then there's another hour that's going to be added on to whatever day they're going to put it on. I don't even know. It could be Friday for all I know. But they're putting another show out, and it's going to be an hour long. And we're getting that program. But I'm just saying, focus on the women because that's what needs to happen. That's all my thing is. I'm sorry. I sorry I went on like a 10 minute rant about this. All righty then. God, you must, that must rub off on you. No, no. I, <laughs> hey, hey, you never know that. He, he gave the rant for the week. <laughs> Two rants in one show. Fuck. Right. This is, we haven't even, we haven't even got to our topics. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Let's get right back. No, I'm fat and I'm hungry. Fuck. Right, I'm trying to get some pizza before Elimination Chamber. Good gracious. Um, Ooh, all right. We'll make you drop that shit again. Jesus. All righty then. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, Sammy Guevara is in some hot water, guys. Let's talk Sammy Guevara. So, Sammy Guevara kind of got some heat with uh, Impact. Uh, apparently, uh, he was supposed to uh, go to some tapings. And uh, there's a lot of mixed uh, comedy stories reported that Jericho called him to uh, impact, told him that, you know, while he's gone from the inner circle and he needed time, he'll be impact. Uh, he uh, he no-showed the tapings because he didn't like what creative impact creative had for him. So apparently what's also reported is that Jericho told him to go home. There's also been new reports that just came out actually this week regarding the fact that uh, Sammy kind of pitched of him winning the X Division uh, title holding it hostage and you know pretty much staying on uh, AEW pretty much not uh, defending it on uh, Impact so yeah Sammy Guevara heat should he have uh, should he have this heat let's go with uh, Cliff Idol Lou Damien JJ then me should he have this heat uh, I don't know if you judge by his vlog like uh, you know his he would have kept warm I guess, being in Texas, you know. Sorry, Texas. We sent our thoughts and prayers with you. But uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird to think about because, like, Sammy is – he's a talent. Like, we've established that. We've already we've acknowledged his talent. But he has been known to draw, like, some really negative behavior from, you know, other people outside. Um, I just think that uh, – I don't know, man. It's, it's tough for me to – to, to pinpoint because with so many different stories that are coming out about like what happened with him getting involved with impact it's kind of it's kind of tough i just hope it doesn't black eye like this relationship between AEW and impact like you know just kind of like a one-off i know tony's upset with him at least that's what's been reported i don't know to me it's just kind of like sorry sammy like you're i don't know what you're doing man but you know i i really don't really have an opinion on you because like you really haven't given me anything to kind of like say, Hey, like this is, this is what it is. And I follow Sammy on Twitter and I follow Sammy on, I watch his, his YouTube channel and stuff like that. It's just, I don't really know. I don't, I don't, I want more details, I guess, more facts about what's going on so that mm-hmm. I can kind of like form a better opinion. Cause right now with everything being speculation, it could have been just impact. It was like, Hey, we wrote this story for you. He said, no, they went back to Tony. You're like, Hey, he said, no. And Tony was like, all right, Chris, tell him to come home. And then that's what happens. We have no idea. So I mean, just 
don't know, man. I just hope that uh, hope like he can work and work in impact because I'd like to see him run matches with like Chris Bay and Rohit Raju and TJP or just watch him get crushed by Eric Young. I don't mean I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my thoughts are Sammy Guevara is an idiot. <laughs> this man, I have, I have not seen a heat magnet like this in quite some time. You'd think that after all the boat rocking he did, he would be the perfect little soldier and not make a peep. <laughs> from the stuff he said about Sasha, almost killing Matt Hardy twice, you'd think Matt Hardy you know, Matt Hardy twice. <laughs> no, no, no. Matt Hardy didn't tell Guevara to launch the chair at his head. Sideways. And it was the him him. That's what it was. Even if it was the right chair, you shouldn't launch it at someone's head like that. Sideways. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Guevara's had a lot of stank on him lately that he shouldn't be rocking the boat he shouldn't be rocking the boat at all i get it they might have split him some creative he wasn't crazy about but guess what it ain't about him he is a small small part in this giant relationship that is basically still in the beginning phase why would he disrupt it this is one of those things where it's like okay he was probably thinking about himself, not thinking about the big picture. Not thinking that, hey, you know, if you piss off Don Callis and Scott Demore, ooh, this could fuck up everything. See, he doesn't think like that. The Sammy is very, very immature. I'm surprised he still has a job, honestly. At this point, he just, he's walking on thin ice. Walking on thin ice. That, that, that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> All right, so I think I'm, I'm gonna call it stardom. Stardom got him really good because he's been doing this since 2013. He was nobody till 2018, really, and then he just got real big, and now he's got a big head. He's working with Chris Jericho. He's one of the mainstream talents there at AEW, and so I, I just think that he just got stardom got him for good, and. He shouldn't have said what he said about Shasha. Fuck. I say a lot of shit that I shouldn't say. And it, it'll I know a lot of stuff that I say will eventually come up by me in my ass. But all all's forgiven in my book with that. I don't care about it. Let's move on past that whole thing. But and move move to what you the, the chair thing. I agree with you with the chair thing. He's done other things in the back that, that people didn't like. Um, and now we're here with impact. He's got to mature a little bit. That's the thing is he's not very mature, even, even on his podcast, like you can see the the maturity level. If he wants to be a mainstream star, maturity is something that you got to carry and he's not. And I think at the end of this, he's just got to realize what's the, like you said, what's the bigger, bigger picture of this. And is it? It's not about Sammy. It's about wrestling. It's about wrestling fans. It's about wrestling companies collaborating together, which I don't like. But um, 
But in the end, you have a job. You don't want to go back to selling, having the restaurants just in Texas at shows that get 40 people, do you? And that's my thought. Hey, real quick, somebody's asking um, about your haystack that's on your head. Uh, what shampoo do you use? Who the fuck? Who said that? <laughs> no, somebody did not. Was it Amanda? No, it wasn't Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Mason. <laughs> suave, homie. Suave. That's why they call me Suave. Oh All righty. Supermaster Zano, it's your turn. Get off. I got a few questions to ask. Wait, what? So, what does uh, this kid get paid to do? Wrestle. Wrestle. And in that whole thing, right, you're supposed to listen to your directive, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and um, how old is this child? Like 13? 27. No? 27 years old. I looked it up just now. Has it has his nuts dropped yet? Has he got his first pube? Shit. <laughs> uh, theoretically, he should have. You're there. <laughs> um, theoretically, <laughs> I still would have fired him by now. Oh god, he would have been fired like a long time ago. Like this right here, this. I don't know, like, I'd push him down the steps for this one. Like, we'd be talking, we're like, hey, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I get you didn't. Oops. Why are you so violent, man? Wow. Thousands and thousands. Why are you so ugly, buddy? <laughs> wow. Whoa. That's the guy that's got to be in the dark because he's so ugly. No, Come no, on, no. Light Lord. Come on, Light Lord. Come on out. It's because yeah. I'm so beautiful. I don't want to blind you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> A favor. Got him. <laughs> so, so my point is, uh, I already don't like Planned Parenthood, but uh, yeah, Tony Carnell, dude, I'm trying to tell you, when you walk across the parking lot, just clip him. <laughs> Permanently, you're out your contract, bro. He did get clipped by that goddamn gator. I'm just saying, like, look, look. And then WWE tried to fucking... Mistakes happen every day, B. Try to tell you. He'll be okay. A little maturity in him. He'll be fine. JJ. Uh, Let's read what the book says today. Um, Mute his ass. Mute him. So, when your boss tells you to do something even though you don't like it, what are you supposed to do? Say No. It depends. Is it against my civil rights? No. Is I'm not it... suck his dick. I'm not sucking his dick. <laughs> no, no, that. no, but you go, y'all both have children. Y'all don't have a choice. <laughs> if if my boss tells me to be white, I'm not being white. That's not... if my boss not tells me. Yeah. Thank, thank you for yeah. ruining it. Go ahead. What's your go ahead, Josh? So when your boss instructs you to do something. You know, what typically, I'm not talking about sex or all that type of mumbo jumbo or civil rights or none of that. I mean, like a a part of the job. 
and you say no, what should happen? You get fired. You should step yeah. back and realize the situation. Good. That's what we want to start doing because we ask you fuckers to help us out all the time. And y'all don't do <laughs> I'm going to call everybody out on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Chaz, I heard, hey, share this podcast. <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, Cliff, to be, fair, to be fair, you don't pay, you guys don't pay us six figures to do what we do. <laughs> hey, you know what? I stand correct. You, you right. You right. Now, you right. now if I got a six-figure check from you, I'd do whatever you asked me to do. <laughs> six-figure six check is yes, master. I do as. Do you need me to clean your feet? Do you need me to wash your boots? Hey, hey! Exactly. You guys heard your boss. He said, "Share this. Go share it now." <laughs> but but yeah, it's just. It's the same thing with it's the same thing with Kyrie. It's like in your contract, what does it say in your contract? To play basketball, talk to the media. Do it. That's what it says in your contract. I'm pretty sure in your contract it says to wrestle and yada yada yada, whatever we have for you. Yada yada yada. Just yeah. wrestle. Who cares? It's in the fine print that that below and other work details. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just wrestle. Right. Like just wrestle, like like Chris, like like Chris Idol said, he's probably being selfish and immature. Well, he is being selfish and immature, and he's not thinking about the bigger picture here. So I think that's I think that's the part that is getting I guess de-emphasized. Because what happens if I mean it seems like everything between Impact and AEW is still fine. But what if I don't know? What if Don Callis got really mad at him? Don Callis was like, "Fuck it," and they pulled the plug on the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And it was good. Fucking good. Stay on your channel, bitch. Wow. <laughs> I don't need I don't we're we're out, we're out here we're out here really discussing the, the, the partnership here, but Cliff made a really good fucking point that we need to highlight women more. So take that shit off there. Take that time that you're spending with the with the good brothers off and fucking post some women on there. Uh, actually, no, let's just take away, you know, anything with, uh, I don't know, Kenny Omega on there. Let's oh, my God. Here we go. I agree. But unfortunately, congratulations. Anyways, it's my turn now. It's my turn. It's my turn. God damn it. It's my turn. Reclaiming my time. Low key. Low key. It's my turn now. God damn it. Um, so, eh, Sammy's kind of like, you know, I got to agree with, 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 uh, what you call it, Idol and JJ. I think he's being immature, but I think the big picture, like, dude, you've only been like on TV for a year. <laughs> like, like, and I, I think, you know, maybe he kind of, you know, self-consciously, cause he, you know, he's 27. He just, you know, he got shot through a cannon on, you know, as far as being on AEW, he was in the inner circle. He was pretty, you know. He was the second, you know, next under, underlying Jericho. He was Jericho's, you know, pet project in a sense. So, you know, he got a, yeah, got, you know, what's the old saying? Too big for his britches. And that's how the old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've never heard of that one before. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, um, I don't, unless this idea was like completely ridiculous. And I also think on how you do things, uh, 
play a factor in things. Like if he just said it was like, nah, man, I ain't doing that. Like I think he would have came as like, hey, let's you know, in a more subtle way, like okay, I don't think of this. Let's try something like you know, I don't know, like what do you have? What, what is the plan for maybe we can work something out? But it, yeah, like it's just you know, it's not like he could, he don't have that pull in AW. Maybe he could do that to Tony because they have a relationship like that. Maybe, yeah. You know, going going some, you know, somewhere else, it's, it's just like, you know, I think it's just like if you go to any other indie show, you, if you've been on TV, you still, you know, it's the booker, you know, that's the booker, that's the promo, that's the guy paying you. Like, you follow, you know, you just do, you know, do what you're supposed to do. Um, You know, you're not, everyone's not seeing punk. Uh, You know, one's not punk, he goes, you know, the boss, and you're like, I'm not doing this and walk out. So... I mean, the difference with Punk is, you know, he had all the merchandise. He was making him all the money. Yeah, yeah. The difference he is he by the ball. Exactly. That's the point. That's the point. That's what I'm saying. Roman do nothing. Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sammy Guevara is a nobody. Yeah, in a sense. Like, in the grand scheme of things, he, he went to Impact acting like he was Jericho. See, Jericho can go to Impact and be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Have a great day. Right. Facts. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Sammy just needs to shut up, do what he's told. I mean, that's kind of, you know, fucked up, but hey, just do it. You dead a wrestle, bro. <laughs> so go fucking wrestle. All right. So moving on to our next topic, we got uh, Cliff. You got this one for me. Yeah, real quick, man. We do have a fan. We have a couple fan questions that are being asked to us. So I will just go ahead and make that a thing that we'll start answering some of these questions. Question number one, and this is for everybody here. Would you take a stink face from Rikishi? Uh, if you pay me WWE money, yeah. I ain't doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm with no, I'm, 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 I'm with Chaz. Yeah, if I was, yeah. Now, somebody like on one of these indie shows tell me to take a stink face from some fat. Nah, fam. No, nah, thanks. All right. Well, if it was Rikishi and I was getting paid WWE money, yes, I would. Uh, if WWE was paying you WWE money, would you join the Kiss My Ass Club? No. 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 I don't think you do that. This episode's getting pulled off YouTube so quick. Where <laughs> anyway, uh, another question that got asked was, um, actually, is that really a question, but this is kind of more of a statement. Uh, it was put in here. Uh, hi, Richard. Uh, I would never job to POS Corbin. So my question to you guys, would you? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's my, my job. job. All day long. Yes. <laughs> I do it every week for like three uh, weeks. I like I, I, I like that. I was going to say, I like I like the end of days. I wouldn't mind taking that. Hell yeah. I want yeah, I want to take a deep six from Baron Corbin. I'm not going to. I'll front. take that too. <laughs> I dropped the horn, so I will, yeah. Nope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it's my job. That's my job. Hey, your job right? today is to lose to Baron Corbin. Okay, boss. Yeah, right. Hey, right. Not really. How would you like this to happen? Right. right. <laughs> All right. So let's move into our next debate topic because there was a bunch of signings to uh, NXT, well, WWE. Um, we know a lot of guys have shown up. So let's start it off, right? So we know Sari. AQA, which I'm very excited about. AQA getting signed because you know, super excited for her. Uh, Blake Christian, Christian Casanova, both got yeah. signs. Big mm-hmm. ups to them. Anthony Harry, uh, Henry, uh, Ty Valkyrie from Impact has now 
moved over. Uh, Hall and Bravado. And then last but not least, this was the name that kind of shocked me, but I was definitely excited to see him pop up. Eli Drake, or as he's going by now, L.A. Knight. So, topic is, how do you guys feel about it? Let's start with, yeah, we'll go Idol, Damien, JJ, Lou, Chaz, and then I'll wrap up. I like it. Because, well, we know that NXT, as much as they, you know, want to tell us it's a third brand, it's still a developmental system, meaning that everyone we see on the program eventually is going to end up on Raw or SmackDown at some point in time, with the exception of like one or two people. So, with that being said, plus we know that at any time, they can get pulled up at any time without a notice. So, Triple H's job is to constantly replenish and have people ready to put in those spots that are become open when someone else leaves. So I think this is good. I think this is a nice, good crop of people for uh, to keep that rotation going, to keep NXT, to keep NXT standards, I guess, keep up NXT standards. This is a nice group of people. Also, I forgot to mention, Alex Zane also signed with Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one, too. Uh, yeah. Got that. Yeah. He just added me on Facebook. Hey, shout out to Alex. What's up? <laughs> You're a fucking pain boy. Yes, I am. Uh, uh, at least he can admit to it. Um, <laughs> uh, he's also a worker. <laughs> I'm allowed to mark out for whoever I want to. Shout out. He's also a worker. Sure. Yeah, sure. I I found Jay Edwards followed me on Twitter. It's <laughs> hey, mark it's out that. to your heart desires. Because guess what? Who's gonna fight you? Nobody. Jesus, get out of here. I forgot what I said was gonna say. Oh no, I fucked with the, the group of people. Good choices. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have too much to say. Like really, it's a, it's actually a good group of people. Like, I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do. So. Good shit. All right, JJ. Um, It's good. It's going to come, you know, it's going to be basically just fill those spots in. And uh, people that are going up to the main roster, you're going to fill those catering spots. So good luck. All right. You see, this is why we don't ever bring him on the show. What up, Lou? I know, right? Um, positive. <laughs> it'll it'll pull up his job right. I mean, he's recruiting. He's bringing him talent in. I'm, it's a good it's a good pull for him, and we'll see what it leads to here in the near future. Yeah. All right, Chaz. All right. So, um, I think this is cool. Uh, I, I only thing I really want to address is the fact that everyone wants to go. Who uh, you know, who else is there on the Indies now? Um, that's, I think is my little issue with everything, but I, I think it's cool. Um, it's just, well, it's just, the thing with that is for every indie spot, every person that gets pulled off the indies, that leaves an opening for someone else on the indies to step up. Exactly. So like, because this crop, this group of people that just got signed that were on the indies that were top dogs, they got those spots because people before them hey, got signed and went away. Exactly. 
Like, I, I don't understand why we don't understand. Like, we don't know how wrestling works nowadays in 2020. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. When a spot opens, someone fills it. Right, like, I mean, like, if you want me to tell you, like, I go, I, I can start listening. Or better yet, you know, just go through every episode of Now Entering the Ring. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just my yeah. thing. But I think it's, it's cool that uh, these talents get signed. Uh, Christian Casanova is a good one. Um I just yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, God yeah, forbid I mean, these people want to actually make a living off of their hobby, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna echo all of you guys in the same way. Like, I'm super excited about this class. I feel like this is like one of the strongest classes I've ever seen. Like, get signed to NXT, and I I say that because I don't pay attention to all their classes, but. This class alone, like AQA is a huge name to get off the indies. Like Christian, who we just saw do the 120-minute match. We saw uh, – you see Christian Casanova, who's been tearing it up and down all through from Maine and Massachusetts all the way down to New Jersey. And then we're looking over here at, um, obviously, Eli Drake. We know what Eli Drake does. It's great to see that he's back um, in WWE. I only say it's great to see him back, but his NWA character – really is just what's going to get him pushed through here on NXT. And he's, he's just a phenomenal talent anyway. And then Taya Valkyrie, like the longest women's impact champion, like knockout champion. She's on the show now. And, you know, she's going to be a great worker for whoever's coming up and she's going to help elevate the talent in that, in that pool. So this was this great all around. And, and there's, I know there's other names in there too. And I know I've listed those names off, but these are the ones that I wanted to pick out because I legitimately have been paying attention to these names themselves and let's yeah. be real eli drake was the reason why i was watching nwa facts <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah i so, just like hearing him talk he's great oh yeah he's got it he's got it down he's got his wrestling is, his wrestling is like really good but just i don't know just watching him talk he's a oh, great yeah. character uh, yeah, you know what? he has me dying all the time. It, yeah. It's I I know I know what the next the debate topic is. I'm very like chat. We gotta hop into it because I'm curious. I want to ask this question, and I it's kind of like I guess kind of a good segue because Eli Drake has a certain style that he does his promos in, which Vince does not fully comprehend right and i only say he doesn't fully comprehend because he's looking for a certain type of promo status which kind of affects another wrestler that we want to talk about and and i know chad you want to bring that topic up oh yeah i mean yes so um that's actually that's a good segue actually it's a really good segue (laughs) all righty so vince doesn't get keith lee guys there it is vince doesn't get keith lee um we know Keith Lee was one of the people that uh, Vince had sent back down to the Performance Center to uh, get some work done. Uh, Keith Lee um, it's kind of been in a tough spot uh, since coming up to the main roster. Uh, kind of a real, you know, let's say Keith Stock in 2020 was up like this, winning the North American title, winning the NXT championship, got on Raw, and it's just... Pinned, pinned Randy Orton and then went down. Oh, that's facts. He did. Yes, yeah. that is facts. He did pin Randy Orton on his first time in a row. That is true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what is there not to get? What's uh? Yeah. What is there not to get about Keith Lee? Let's go with. Uh, right, can I? Yes. Can I go, go ahead. Oh yeah. I'll go second. 
Uh, okay. I want to go second. Uh, I'll go third. I'll go third. I'm fine. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so Vince doesn't get Keithley. My question is, do we really get Keithley? And I don't mean as a phenomenal big man wrestler. We know that. Anyone with eyes can see that. We know he's good. He's a good wrestler. But beyond that, because we know that Vince's thing when it comes to the main roster, it's not about what you can do in the ring. You got signed because you're a good wrestler. That's why all the wrestlers that are there are there. We know what you can do in the ring. What we market and promote is character. What can your character do? What can you do character-wise? And honestly, what is Keith Lee's character? What was it in NXT? Did he have one? Did he really have one? Like, you could say, okay, well, bask in his glory was the thing. What does that mean? Did we ever really find out what that meant? What is his glory that we're basking? And I feel like these are questions that I feel like sometimes, Cliff, me and you have kind of had this discussion before, that I feel like sometimes people focus too much on their in-ring work and what they can do in the ring, and they forget about the character work or the, or the mic work, because that's the part that gets people to care about you and make them want to see you wrestle. And I just feel like character-wise, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, the character, was never really fleshed out in NXT, so he gets to the main roster event, and he starts floundering because, well, what is it that we're working with character-wise? What are you? Who are you as a character? If I don't understand you as a character, I can't book you or put you in scenarios because I don't know what it is that I'm working So we know that Keith Lee got sent back down to the performance center to work on this thing. And we kind of assumed what that meant, but we never really knew. It could have simply been like, Vince just wants you to flesh out your character, figure out who you are. Who are you so that we know who we're promoting? So that's where I think it is with Vince. Vince doesn't get Keith Lee because, well, I don't know, does Keith Lee get Keith Lee? Do we get Keith Lee? Do we really get him? Did, Tri- did Triple H get Keith Lee? Or do we all just go, this man is really good. He can move and do fantastic things as a big man. The character was, was he ever really there? I don't know. Something to think about. Good, Amy. Um, so to add on to what uh what the idol said because that I agree with that first part. It also has to do with like I guess maybe his also that the character work is promos. They're a little different. They're they're um I don't know, I feel like if you're an idiot you're not gonna follow, I guess. Um like his promo delivery and style is—it's not the normal or the norm. You know what I mean? It's—it's—it's it's, it's unique, but that's not going to just—I don't know. It's not—it's—it's it's like it's a jumbled mess when it comes to his character, his promo. Like it's—he doesn't know who the hell he is, and. If he doesn't know who the hell he is, how are we going to know? He's amazing to watch in the ring. 
He really is. But what is there to grasp to? Like we know a little bit of his backstory because of like some of the documentaries. If you that's if you've watched them. But we still don't know who Keith Lee like is as a character. So Yeah, no, I mean Justin and I talked about this a few times about just like the the idea of like who's who like on the roster, right? Like we don't really know, right? We have to be told. Like, the thing about wrestling fans, and I say that as one as well, is that we kind of have to be spoon-fed everything. Like, we kind of just have to be told, like, hey, like, this is who he is. He does not like this. He does like this. Like, all right, cool. But when we look at Keith Lee, like, he's a great worker. He's very strong. He can do incredible things. And we know that he's the limitless one. But we don't really know what that means. But my other big problem is, is that, what and the one thing I like about Keith Lee is his promos and the, his delivery for his promos, and I think that's with you know reports had it that Vince didn't really understand like his promo style and didn't like it because he said he didn't have that that fire that you should have when you're cutting promos, and I think that's the craziest thing because like Keith Lee's character isn't meant to have that that fire because he's always supposed to be like steady, right? Like never up, never down, just oh, always God. in the middle. Well, Cliff, I feel like characters have to have, like, range of emotions. Like, you can be calm. But, okay, I'm going to give you a scenario, right? Let's say Keith Lee's feuding with Bobby Lashley, right? The Hurt Business. The Hurt Business, let's say they break Keith Lee's leg, right? They shatter it into a million pieces. That's part of the story. And then Keith Lee comes out on Raw, and he cuts that same promo that he always cuts, and that same cadence with that same, like, kind of smug kind of look on his face. That's not how you would react if someone broke your leg. You gotta have that fire. It's gotta be in there. Now, what he's gotta do is he's gotta find out how to convey that fire within that, like stay true to the character, but you gotta have a fire. Like we all get mad. We all get upset. We all get angry. We don't all get upset and angry and mad all in the same way. Right. Like each one of us on the show, us as angry, it's all gonna look different, but it's still gonna be a form of angry, the same base base form. We know what angry looks like. Our angry is just going to look different depending on us because we're just first out. But I feel like with Keith Lee, his character and his style and everything, he, he doesn't change no matter what's going on. There is no change. It's but also, so same kind of with problem. that being said, so, so with that being like the change, right, it's have you gave Keith Lee the opportunity to show you that he's angry? Because I feel like if you look at the scenario... Uh, not on the main roster, but in NXT. Remember when he signed the contract for the match with Terry and Cross and the fireball shot in his face? And he came back the next week to cut the promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He, he, there was, it was that basic same style of promo. It's like, dude, they just shot a fireball in your face. A fireball in your face. Nobody is that fucking calm. It where they're like, well, and then okay, so then we go back. We go back to the producer of the segment, right? Like, the producer of that segment should be going through and coaching Keithley. Like, hey, remember, like this happened. You're angry. Go out there and convey your anger. Just like in just like on the main roster, right? Everything's so tightly scripted yeah. on the main. We know that is everything's tightly scripted yeah. on the main roster. So if you haven't given Keith Lee the opportunity to show off that he has an anger side, you can't fault the man 
for not being angry. Like, cause he doesn't get angry. And that's where like the bigger, that's where the big problem is. It's like Vince, Vince is like, well, I want to see like that fire. Like, well, okay. We'll give him that opportunity to show you that he has that fire. And if he doesn't, then of course, take him back to the PC and let him do it. And maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe he has, maybe he did. He gave him a scenario to cut a promo that he was pissed off at like X wrestler because of something, like you said, he got his leg broken and he couldn't do it. And that's why Vince sent it back to PC. I don't know. I just know what I see on TV. And so when I see the storyline on TV and I see her business is beating up, you know, Keith Lee all the time, then I just see him and he's getting beat up. He comes back, he cuts his promo. Like, hey, it's the limitless one. And I'm here to let you know that I will destroy Bobby Lashley. Like, yeah. But then, you know, I can see like why we send it back to the PC. I just think me personally, I might, my biggest fear is for someone like Eli Drake, right? That LA Knight cuts this promo and it, Vince will go, I don't understand him or his promo style. Just send him to PC. Eli Drake's promo style, we've seen that before. Like he's unique, but that kind of promo, we've seen that before. So I, I think he'll be fine. I think in Eli Drake's case, he just has to build that level of trust to be able to gain that freedom with that, which I think he can get because we've seen guys get it. We know Drew has freedom. We know Cena has freedom. We know New Day has a lot of freedom when it comes to their stuff. I think in Eli Drake's case, he's capable. He's just got to earn Vince's trust to be able to get that freedom. True. We shall see. But right. we know that Eli Drake can convey different emotions through his promo. Right. He can cut a funny right. promo. He can cut a silly, you know, a serious promo. You know, he can do all of those different things that Vince wants you to be able to do stylistically wise promo. He can give us that. Whereas I'm not quite sure that Keith Lee can. And it may be because he's never done it, but he's got to learn to do it. All right, Lou. Um, I'm with Justin with this, really. We don't know who Keith Lee is. His mic's still not the best. I like him. I like watching him wrestle, but we don't know who he is. We, we don't. And it's a hard one for me because I don't like Keith Lee. It's not my cup of tea. And it's, and it's because of how good he is in that ring, how what he can do as a big man. I'm so accustomed to big man. Shut the fuck up, Cliff. <laughs> You're uninvited. Jazz can't make the jazz ain't gonna pull it. I'm gonna do it. Cool. Right. Damn. No, no, no. I, I, cool. Anthony's got a very interesting take. I'm interested. Cool. In, yeah. Uh, this no, is, I'm interested in what he's saying too. Yeah. I, I, no, I didn't know you didn't like Keith Lee. No. So I, this is, okay. I, I just don't. I, 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 when you think of a big man, you think of Big Show. You think of Mark Henry. You think of 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 uh, of even like Yoko, like like Yokozuna could move in that ring, but WWE really wanted him to be the the big Samoan that or the big sumo wrestler that that has five moves. And to see Keith Lee do the things that Keith Lee does, I'm just not like, accustomed to it, and it's not my cup of tea. I see. No, that makes sense. So basically, when you see Keith Lee, you don't really want to see Keith Lee doing the same kind of stuff that somebody like 
Ricochet or Rey Mysterio would do. Yes. It, it, there's a disconnect for you right there. Exactly. Hmm. Ah. That's an interesting that. take. But now that makes sense. Like, even, even tonight. Like, even tonight. Like, I wasn't into the whole Bobby Lashley, the bro, and versus and Keith Lee doing a triple threat match. Like, you're gonna, ha- you're probably gonna have Riddle take a lot of bumps in that match. And I'm just like, I'm just not into it. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not into it. He, smaller guys are gonna make bigger guys look good. And so in that three, like, like. Tonight, they they just put out a, a on the kickoff show. There's going to be a, a four way match with uh, John Morrison, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Elias to, to replace Keith Lee. Uh, I think that one of the smaller guys are going to help them that match out so much. Keith Lee as a big man, choke slams, power slams, great. That I could get behind that, but. The things that he does is just mind blowing. When I, like, and and I, and I say that because he's bulky. He's a big man, dude. Like when I see Luchasaurus do this, I'm like, oh, it's Luchasaurus. It's 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 he's a he's a tall man, but he's not real like thick like like yeah. Keith Lee. So seeing Keith Lee doing some of these stuff, I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. Don't don't do that. Don't don't do that. That's ruining it for me. So that's no, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, I get yeah. that. I, no, no, I get that. All right, Jay. Um, it's kind of like unfortunate in a way, because like I think, like Justin pointed out, is like we're so in all of his ring work that we didn't really, you know, take time to consider like his character. It's kind of the same thing, kind of like Ricochet. We were so in awe of his ring work. We really didn't establish his character. So therefore, it kind of, it kind of is like an uppercut when, you know, or like a gut shot when, you know, that we find out we don't really know the character and Vince is like, well, I don't know you. We'll just go to catering or go down, back down, learn. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, I never really took time to really think about it until when Justin really started to point it out, like, yeah, like Keith Lee, he doesn't really have a character. Like who is the limitless one? Why is the limitless one? You know, we don't, we don't understand it. And it, it kind of sucks because we know that Keith Lee is, a, is an amazing talent, but we just don't know his character. So I, Honestly, I'm going to take it to this point where I hope that he learns his character and understands his character so he can come back and kick ass. Yeah, that's just how I'm going to put it. Uh, All right. So uh, eh, yeah, I got to agree with the idol. (laughs) Um, I had a different take, but He's got a good point. We don't know. We don't know who Keith Lee is. Um, they, granted, he, uh, maybe he hasn't yet gotten the time. You know, you can, you know, chalk it up to whatever the reason it, it being, but we don't know. 
Um, it, it's, I have to agree. It's the same thing as Ricochet. We, we are so in awe that they, that they can do these things, these moves that are like, you know, oh my gosh, like a big man shouldn't be able to do freaking standing mood salts. Like, you know, it's just, you know, gravity and physics just don't apply to him. So it's, it's cool and it's amazing. And, you know, he can actually work. That's good. But like Idol said, you know, we promote character. Like that's what's going to get you over in the WWE. It's good that you can wrestle. Like, if you want to focus on somewhere to focus on wrestling, go to a product like a product like Ring of Honor, who just care. You know, it's about more wrestling than character. Can we? We can all agree that Ring of Honor is more of you know of the wrestling based show. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, than, uh, than character. So, all you know, if that's what he wanted. You know, then he should be in ROH. But if you you should know off jump. If you're going to the WWE, you have to have character, and that's that's how you're going to get you know get over it and you know make it big. Like well, that's probably why he got turned down so often. Exactly, exactly. Like let's look at it like this: The Rock, right, had a good character. Stone Cold had a good character. John Cena had a good character. You know, not and, at first though. See, I think no, not at first. No, right, not at first. And you know he sw- he you know he went back to the drawing board and had something that worked. And that's I think that's what Keith probably has to do is that he just yeah, has I think to he can do it. Or not to say go back to the drawing board. Figure what that means by Baskin's well, like like I said, what does it mean to Baskin's Lord? What is the glory we're Baskin at? Like the simple who, what, where, when, why questions that you just why you know that'll get them. You know that could probably be it. We just have to you know be, like you say, Cliff. You got a spoon fed it to us. Uh, you got to, you know, you, we don't know shit unless you tell us. It's, it's interesting, though, that you brought up The Rock. And it's interesting that you brought up John Cena, right? Because mm-hmm. we both know that both those characters, their first characters, oh, failed miserably. Thanks. Name is I mean, remember, he was the yeah. ringmaster. Right. Yeah. yeah, the ringmaster, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, those, those three iconic people, like, their first characters failed miserably. And to be real, to be real, Shawn Michaels with the Rockers, right? Like that was yeah. a success, but we really know each other. The Rockers wasn't bad. Don't you disrespect the Rockers? First the of all, they were bad, but they, they were, were successful. Like, they, but we know HBK, Mr. WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I say that, and I say that in a sense that you know maybe Keith Lee's first character, right, the Limitless one, isn't really like going to get over as much because he can't convey it, right? We don't understand it, but hopefully. And here's my thought, right? Is they kind of tread the same possibilities as, as The Rock, right? You have Keith turn heel and join the Hurt Business and get mentored under MVP. And then we might see something change from that. True. And we might see Ooh. A, a new but, but, see, but that only that works evolution? if he displays a different persona than what he was displaying previously. Right, you can't go into the hurt business being mentored, and is still the same monotone. Keith Lee doesn't work. Well, no, and I get that because remember when the Rock, when the yeah. Rocky Maivia showed exactly. up, when Rocky Maivia showed up as the Nation of Domination, he didn't say anything. He didn't talk for a while, and then when he finally yeah. opened up his mouth and said what he wanted to say, we saw the Rock emerge. So I mean, exactly. I feel you. I feel you that Keith Lee comes out. He just becomes like the big muscle, like right. The guy just goes there and just destroys people. Helps Bobby keep his United States title, and then from there, like when Keith Lee speaks, 
he has a whole different kind of vigor and fire under him. And he's been, you know, and being mentored by MVP, let's be real. Like MVP is that dude. Like we've seen what he's done already with the guys yeah. he has under him. We, I just feel like yeah. he can do so much more and I can't wait to see it. And I hope that's what happens. Cause I really feel like if Keith Lee was to come out and be, let's, I don't even know what to call, like call whatever he wants to display his new character, KL, yeah. I don't know, something. It'll be, it'll be yeah. amazing. He just he needs something that's fleshed out that we can understand from the moment we see it. Case in point, so Apollo Cruz on SmackDown, what he's been doing with Big E. That has been it's been awesome. It's been great, easy to follow. I know what it is. I can describe Apollo. And the last six weeks of Apollo's career have been more entertaining, more fleshed out, <laughs> easier to follow, easy to get behind than the entire what's he been there now? been there about five, uh, five six, six years, years now. Six years. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm starting to know who Apollo Cruz is. One thing exactly. is, I definitely laughed when he dropped the steps on Biggie. I started, like, cracking up. I thought that was the most funniest thing ever. Like, he legit just, when we drop it, boom. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> thought that yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what a dickhead. <laughs> right. <laughs> what an ass. What a yeah. fucking loser. Hey, like, really quick. How is he mad that Biggie? beat him three times and doesn't want to wrestle him anymore right <laughs> so we do we do have messages getting again um so you do have to go outside your character although you um uh, some of them live the gimmick you have to you have guys that are totally assholes on tvs and great persons outside ring vice versa um how can anybody get excited about wrestling bobby lashley I'm talking about matt riddle <laughs> <laughs> i like bobby lashley too <laughs> i like i like bobby lashley um, a lot of time there are wrestlers with mic skills who aren't great wrestlers that make themselves successful as talkers i mean if you absolutely about it no one put rock or stone cold in their top 50 wrestling wise i'm gonna give you a perfect example of that arguably the best baby face and the best heels in wwe history are hulk hogan and roddy piper and neither one of them are known for their five-star classic match. Oh, fuck no. Right. Not a one. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a lot of, uh, let's see. So uh, Kevin Owens came into the WWE with both wrestling and mic skills. Started with the championship and then was at the top of his game, but then got buried and it took for him to get back to prominence. Well, it's true. Yeah. I do like Kevin Owens, yeah. though. But Kevin Owens never, like, fell off. As, see, that's the thing. What do you define as burying? Right. Because Kevin was always on the show doing something. Kevin was doing like, something. Yes, they brought him up. He worked with Cena. As soon as his feud ended with Cena, he took the IC title off of Ryback. Then he entered the program with Ambrose and then Sami Zayn. And then Universal after that. And I feel like you need a list. Yeah, th- yeah. then he won the Universal title. That was like he did the stuff year. with Jericho. Then he lost the title. And then feuded with AJ for the U.S. title. And then him and Sammy got together and they were working that main event, you know, basically that top heel SmackDown uh, feud with Shane O'Mac. And then D. Bry got thrown in there. So it's like, what, so I don't know. What do you define as Barry? Right. Kevin seems <laughs> to have had a great career to me. Yeah, he's worked with a lot of different people and he's gotten a lot of marquee matches. So I was, I don't yeah, know. It's tough to say, it, it's, it's hard to pick any one year that Kevin Owens had a bad year. Uh, yeah, what, what is he doing tonight? What is he doing tonight? Right. What has he been doing for the last like three months? 
yeah, the last right? three months have been <laughs> exclusively working with Roman Reigns. Right. Right. So right. I I, right. I wouldn't that Barry isn't the right phrase for Kevin. I think maybe not being the tippy top guy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, or, that's the thing. Yes, tippy top. But yeah. he's he's always been in a good spot. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like mid top tier. Like I would. I yeah. think I think his like, spot. His worst, like his worst spot, was him and Sammy teaming up to face uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac. I think Kevin's career has been just fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely have to agree. I can't, I can't get with that one. Uh, let's see. Here's a here's a couple of things, right? So, uh, yeah. Another oh, another bad gimmick was Biggie, Xavier, and Kofi. Well, Big E and Kofi before the New Day, but I just want to throw one in there. When the New Day started, like, nobody, nobody really got them. They didn't really like them. And it took Xavier getting people to to boo Kofi and make that stable a heel before people really jumped on board with them and, like, wanted yeah. to really mess Plus around. They gave nothing to work with, really. I mean, that's yeah. true. They turned that gimmick around. Kudos to them, man. Yeah, they did. And I was a, they, I was a believer. Turned it into a steak. Yeah, they they turned water into wine, man. All right, and I know Chaz. <laughs> I see Chaz's face. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Chaz? I was not a believer of New Day. You was not. I was. I was not, yeah, yes, Josh. Yeah, yeah, Josh wants to throw it in my face. I hated them at first. Yes, I, he did. Is a what's called a witness to that too. I could not stand New Day. Could not. But anyway, all righty. It's now time for the greatest segment in all of Three Count Podcasts. It's now time for the Red Dogs Power Ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, he's he's gone off his rocker. <laughs> Are you off your fucking medication again? Look, no, I want some of that cocaine he's prison, prison life has got him wrapped up. All right, so let's get to start off. Uh, so we did miss last week, so we're going to talk about last week, and then we'll get into this week, right? So as always, we have our honorable mention matches, and then we'll jump into our top 10, because, you know, it just seems to be a thing that I do a lot lately. So let's start us off with our first honorable mention match. This is Tom Lawler versus Simon Gotch, well, Simon Grimm, uh, on Bloodsport. So if you guys didn't get to check out Bloodsport, uh, part of GCW, please do. Moving up, we have our next, next honorable mention, AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy on Raw. Because I did like that match. That was good. Uh, after that, uh, honorable mention, Josh Alexander versus Trey Miguel versus Chris Bay versus Blake Christensen versus Davari versus Willie Mack versus Suicide versus Ace Austin at No Surrender. So, guys, that gauntlet match was fire. Go check it out. Uh, next up, speaking of the man that we were talking about, uh, another honorable mention, Keith Lee versus Riddle on Raw was fly. I appreciated that match a lot, and I definitely – Want to bring that back. Uh, our next honorable mention match is going to be Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart at TakeOver. So you're probably wondering what's in the top 10. 
That's great. Let's get into it. Darby Allen versus Joyce Janela at AEW. Like I mentioned, I said this at the beginning when we when I went on my rant. I appreciate this match. I love seeing it. Next up, we have Io Shirai versus Mercedes Martinez versus Tony Storm at number nine at TakeOver. Number eight, and this was crazy because at one time, this was my number one match of the week. So at number eight, we have Leo Rush versus Laredo Kid, a part of MLW. And I was, I was very surprised at the ending of that match, and I was very appreciative of that match just in general. So we get into number seven, Johnny Gargano, of course, because you know why? Because he is Mr. Takeover. But Johnny Gargano versus Kushida at Takeover, great match. Going into number six, let's be real. It was just cool to see this man work. Kenta and Kenny Omega versus John Moxley and Lance Archer at AEW. So give that in. Number five, we have the Grizzly Young Veterans versus Champa and Thatcher at NXT because they put it down. But this is the first time this has ever happened. So we're going to talk about this. At number four, MSK versus Grizzled Young, Veteran, Young Veterans at TakeOver. So it's the first time I've ever put a tag team back-to-back spots like that uh moving into number three uh we have the good brothers versus private party versus james storm and chris Saban at no surrender so incredible match definitely fell in love with it, it was uh tops uh moving at number two tjp versus raheem raju let me tell you this was a match at no surrender stole the fucking show for me and i know the tag team match was also very good and Chaz and i have t- t- talked about that but i cannot i cannot back away from my opinion of saying that I thought that was the match of the night. Uh, but number one, match of the week, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne at NXT TakeOver. So it was definitely a great <laughs> match. So let's move into February 21st, which would have been this last week. Honorable mention, I didn't say I didn't expect this one coming out. Zoe Starks versus Valentina Flores at NXT. I was, uh, I'm, very, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Zoe Starks now. Like, she was on fire. Number eight, Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party versus the Hurt Business on Raw. Eight. Uh, yeah. All the honorable mentions. Huh? Uh, these are honorable mentions? These are just honorable mentions for oh. okay. Another honorable mention match. We're getting Matt Hardy and Hangman Page versus the Hybrid 2, TH2. Uh, another honorable mention, FTR versus the Seidel Brothers on AEW. It's a good match. Okay. Number uh, in our last honorable mention. Well, actually, this is actually number ten. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. So number ten, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Cruz at SmackDown. It was a great match. Let's just be frank. Okay. Moving into number nine, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way, part of NXT. I will caveat this list too. I just want to make this known. I forgot to watch MLW this week, <laughs> so we were going to. I forgot to. <laughs> we're gonna go into number eight and this is the one i know what's gonna happen riho versus serena deeb part of eight <laughs> i like it number seven we have trey miguel versus suicide versus willie mack at impact let's be real okay. i love that so Number six is actually a tie. I'm not going to front with this. So Kofi Kingston versus The Miz on Raw was definitely an incredible match. And then after that, we have Moxley, Archer, and Phoenix versus Kenny and the Good Brothers, part of AEW. That was their main event. Uh, 
So let's get into number five. We have the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. I just I like watching Santa, Santana and Ortiz. They're great. Uh, one in number four. What's that? Oh god. So number four, we have Pete Dunn, Lorkin and Birch versus Balor, O'Reilly, and Strong, a part of NXT. Thought that was a great match. Let's get into number three. I'm gonna be honest, this is the first time I've ever watched this team work, and I was definitely excited for them. So let's get into Finn Juice versus Reno Scum. A part of Impact. So definitely hyped seeing those guys work. Uh, number two, Sheamus versus Drew versus Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Kofi versus Kofi Kingston on Raw. I, I like this match. I like gaunt- I love the gauntlet matches. I can't help it. I love gauntlet matches. So that's why they got the number two spot. And then last but not least, my number one match. You guys are probably going to laugh about this, but it doesn't matter to me. It was a great wrestling match. A great story was being told. TJP versus Josh Alexander on Impact is our number one match of the week. That was a good list. I would I would have put Rio a little bit higher. But that was a good list. Boo! But no, it's not a bad list. <laughs> it's just because Rio made the list. That's why. That's why I get the X today. <laughs> Taz knows in the back of his mind he would have put like number three. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. All right, Cliff. Cool. Is JJ talking again? Cool power ranking. He's probably taking a dookie again. Oh, oh, that's Chaz. I forgot. You have sunglasses on. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs) Anyway, um, that's. uh, Oh no, he's 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 here. That's all for today's show, guys. Uh, Thank you. To uh, everyone who tuned in on our live streams, whether you were on our live stream on YouTube, Facebook, thank you for uh, uh, hopping in and chit-chatting with us on the Three Count Podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe, comment, like, share. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what else we got? TikTok, um, LinkedIn, for all you people that use that. Um, yeah, do all that. Support is us. Link, is it linktree.com forward slash three count pod and you can find all of our stuff right there yeah <laughs> what and everybody no, i'm not gonna say that i was gonna say something really horrible but i'm not gonna say oh, that oh, I'm, oh, this time no this time i'm gonna hold my breath yep show's over now you gotta get get uh get, get your stick in next week all right yeah. i'll put my request in next week then okay. all right yeah because definitely right, Cliff, cool. and, Cliff and justin took the whole show they did <laughs> long-winded <laughs> bastards they, 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 they took the whole show, but anyway, I took all the wind out of my sail. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't gonna rant. <laughs> you can rant next. You will you get the rant stick next week? I bet. Oh. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be something. Going oh. Yeah, I actually. The funny thing is, I have one of the topics for next week already uh, laid out too. So maybe we can get get. Uh, well, Rio should not be wrestling. We got it. No, it's actually. Uh, is wrestling considered an art or art or sport? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, I got Tune that in next, next week. week. Tune in next I week. I got that next week. Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Chaz Evans, here with the Red Dog, Cliff Miller, his royal swollenness, Chris Idol, the franchise in the living flesh with the nest that's living on his head, Lou, the franchise. Damien Fatal, Master Xehanort, the Dark Lord himself. My little brother, JJ, 
Tune into the next episode of the Three Count Podcast. Tune into our now entering the ring episode and our returning to the ring episode because, you know, Lou needs the views before he gets canceled. So, Riho is going to be the champion soon again. Ah, uh, you'll get fired before that happens. Anyway, <laughs> that soon. be there or be somewhere else. Hey, yo, oh my. Wow. Damn. <laughs> that happened. That happened. Hey guys, it's the host of the three count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash three count pod. And that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you follow us at three count pod or three count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.